0: Welcome back to the three-in-one podcast. Bryce Beeman, alongside Andy Olson, who's currently driving back from Wisconsin right now. Uh, Illinois, obviously at Madison, Wisconsin, winning over the Badgers 61-51. They beat them earlier this season at home as well. But Andy, obviously that weather, you're you're driving home now. Uh, it's kind of cleared up for you finally a little bit.
1: Uh yeah, we finally caught a little bit of a break uh it was six inches in madison today uh which was that was a lot of fun to come out of the arena too because when i got there it had just kind of started a little, a little bit of a misting a sprinkling of snow on top of madison uh and then when you when you leave it's full-on snowmageddon uh so we're uh, we're almost back to central illinois that's why i had to delay a little bit on the podcast but we waited until uh, I-, I got to a point where I felt like I could physically focus on what I was saying. Uh, and yeah, it was an exciting game for the Illini. I- I'm sure they're back already in their beds by this point. They got to fly.
0: Yeah, 2 p.m. game. Uh, they definitely are probably back already. Um no, in Nebraska, they're already back before I was even to my hotel. I think so. Um, in Nebraska, so uh, perks lifestyle. of perks of flying, I guess. But obviously, yeah. Andy, let's talk about this game. I mean, the biggest thing here sticking out to me, Matthew Meyer, with a career high twenty six points today, career high for him. Obviously, he was ready to play not a lot of scoring in this game though only 20 to 16 at half and then ended up obviously being a 61 to 51 game but still not a super high scoring game Uh, behind him Jaden Epps only 13 points Terrence Shannon Jr. we'll talk about him in just a moment Uh, not a lot of points for him kind of odd for him typically but we'll get into that in just a moment but obviously what were your thoughts with Matthew Meyer um I remember watching him and on the tv here at the station and just being like okay he's really popping off today I wonder how many points he has and having to look it up on my phone I was like oh my gosh no wonder uh he's having himself a game what what were your thoughts getting to watch him and uh how he did today
1: yeah I mean it's the Matthew Meyer that we've seen over the last you know six weeks or so Um, has been so different than uh, the version of himself that he arrived as during the summer. Uh, And this is what Illinois was hoping that they would get when they brought him into the transfer portal from Baylor. Uh, This kind of guy that can step up in these big moments, uh, you know, be the scoring machine for uh, the team that only had 20 points at the half. Now they played pretty good defensively, and Matthew... Uh, himself had a really good game defensively as well, Uh, but when the ball is just not going in on on that side of the court, uh, Meyer just became that guy that was able to grind through a couple of buckets, made some clutch shots, uh, especially in that first half. Him and Dane Danger each had eight points, which, if you do the math, is 80% of the entire point total that the Illini had by halftime. Uh, So really interesting game the way that it went from such a defensive grinded out battle to not really a shootout in the second half but each team was able to score uh, over 50 percent of their field goals in the second half um bit of a change of pace considering where uh, things were at halftime and what people were feeling at halftime uh but Meyer I mean just steps up again and at a night where we'll we'll talk about it Terrence Shannon Jr. not really available through foul trouble uh, having one of those guys that can step up in Shannon's place uh, is so huge. And Illinois winning six of their last seven, I don't think anyone would have predicted them to be at six and four after starting the big play by losing the first three.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think, you know, when they were having that little slump there and started off 0-3, I don't think anyone saw this. They've won uh, all of their – games here after the 0 and three except for indiana so you know that's a nice little run that they've had so far after um indiana being able to retaliate against ohio state and now here on the road against wisconsin but um uh, andy you know you mentioned defensively obviously Terrence shannon jr he didn't get as many minutes still was only at 24 today. So he still was on the court, but that's a lower number for him than normal. Um, You know, I thought defensively before he got in trouble, he kind of shut down Chucky Hepburn at Wisconsin for a little bit. And obviously when he started getting in trouble, and had to go to the bench a little bit with the foul trouble. uh, Chucky kind of took off here, 15 points for him. Um, this game I guess what are your thoughts kind of with Wisconsin kind of starting to pop off in that second half and getting on a run and actually taking the lead back in the second half Andy what, what are your kind of your thoughts and just overall with this game and just uh, what you kind of saw from the court
1: yeah, it was a little nervy there in the second half uh, Chucky e. Hepburn was held scoreless in the first half and then he starts making some of these circus shots I, I saw someone tweet where they felt like Hepburn had a better field goal percentage taking these wacky circus shots from 30 feet away than he did just a straight up three-pointer. Uh, and he made a few of those. I can think of two off the top of my head that were off balance, just kind of throwing it up there that he had he saw go. Um, and Wisconsin, the Kohl Center, it's what you're going to get with the Badgers. It seems like no matter what, no matter how good or how bad they are uh, each season, uh, they're always going to be able to pull something and just throw a run in there in the second half. Uh, and they did that today. 15-2 to two run. That saw them take the lead about midway through the second half there. Uh, after Illinois, who had the lead at halftime, extended that uh, up to double digits in, in the very early going after the break. Uh, so the Badgers storming back. You'd have thought that you know, there are points during the season where Illinois would just kind of fold and um, go the, the, the woe is me route and just not really be able to play together. We saw this against Northwestern. We saw this against Penn State. But today they showed some fight back. It was Matthew Meyer hitting some clutch shots. Coleman Hawkins, even though he didn't have as many points, he had zero until the very late going in the second half, uh, was still a contributor by distributing, by grabbing rebounds. Uh, Dane was shut down more in the second half as they started double teaming him a little bit. Uh, so he started passing out a little bit more. Shannon got a few points. Jaden Epps, like you mentioned, got in the double figures on the day. Uh, so they just played good team basketball and responded to that 15-2 run with a 19-2 run and retook that uh, dominant lead. Uh, and, and what Brad Underwood said send the postgame press conference was that response to The run to the arena, getting very loud, Seventeen thousand people in that place, just uh, roaring. Uh, Their response to that, Brad said, showed a lot of growth where they've been. And I uh, 100% agree with them there uh, because there are points for this season where Illinois would not have come back against that. I know Wisconsin only took the lead by a point or two in the second half. I don't know off the top of my head how much it was, but it wasn't more than one possession. But just that giving up, double-digit lead to Wisconsin would have been enough to uh, make the team quit earlier in the year. And so the fact that they are able to fight back and not just win, but win in dominating fashion shows how far this team has come and what they still are capable of doing as we're now halfway through the Big Ten season.
0: Yeah, Andy, I couldn't agree with you more. I think this really shows the growth from this team like you mentioned you know we saw them kind of put their heads down i remember the penn state game especially they really kind of put their heads down and just kind of let penn state kind of run all over them at their own home court um so yeah for them to kind of fight back you know i think we've we kind of seen that fight back even at indiana um excuse me at home against indiana um i i thought I, like you could tell illinois was still trying to fight the entire time against that game and they were down For a while, pretty much the whole game against Indiana, but there was still just a fight going on. And so I I do totally agree with you that there's just kind of a different mentality. And like you mentioned, you know, Matthew Meyer and different people stepping up when Terrence Shannon, you know, had to go to the bench for a while. I think that shows a lot. Uh, You mentioned Coleman Hawkins having a good defensive game. And obviously, um, you know, people are talking about Terrence Shannon having a good game until he got kind of more in foul trouble uh what did you see from coleman hawkins kind of just defensive wise and just you mentioned a lot of assists and you know shots weren't really working for him that well he didn't take many shots only one for three um from the field and over two from the three but you know what were you maybe seeing from him that was he was having such an impact on the court just with his presence what was
1: his rebounding he grabbed nine rebounds on the day um and you know, you'd love to see him get the double figures, but double figures is like a good, like a tremendous day. So getting up to nine is a really good day for Coleman Hawkins. And even though he wasn't taking shots, he was matched up against Tyler wall who Wisconsin did not have in that first matchup in Champaign. He's only recently come back into the Badger lineup. Uh, and to be honest, one of the ways that he contributed early was getting Tyler wall in, in foul trouble the same way that terrence shannon jr was in foul trouble early shannon played six minutes in the first half wall played five minutes each of them had no points in the first half because they each picked up two fouls so early um and a big reason for that is coleman hawkins uh that's the matchup that uh the alana wanted uh, hawkins is usually going to go on the other team's best player and then when wall got into the game in the second half finally uh, you start playing him with two fouls again in, in the second half after the break. Uh, Hawkins was able to make him a non-factor almost, uh, and that's exactly what Coleman Hawkins has proven time and time again. He's going to be that stout defender. Not every night, he's going to hit six threes like he did against the Badgers the first time that they played earlier in the season, and that's okay. He doesn't need to be that. When he does do that, it, it's great, uh, and the Atlantic clearly thrive on that. But uh, Every day, even without the points, he's going to be that good defender. He's going to grab those rebounds. And he's going to be a big factor in the Illini uh, picking up wins. And he did that once again tonight.
0: And obviously, Coleman Hawkins held Tyler Wall to only nine points today, obviously, with that foul trouble a little bit. So uh, definitely a good performance by him. Um, Obviously, we talk about this shooting a little bit here. You know, for both teams, though, yeah, like we've been talking about, it was a defensive game. Illinois from the first half, 9 for 27, and then 13 for 24 in the second half. And Wisconsin, very similar numbers, 6 for 33 from the field in the first half, and then 13 for 24 as well in the second half. Uh, and then just from the three point three point uh, Wisconsin, 3 for 14 in the first half. And Illinois, two for 10. So, obviously not the best shooting game, but um, I guess, Andy, just kind of final takes on just that overall. Um, Obviously, Illinois, I feel like we've seen this new offense, um, you know, the last five, six games where they're able to get better shots off and everything. But I guess what... In your opinion, did you see from these two teams, obviously it's defensive-minded, was it hands in the face? What do you think was the reason that this was more of a defensive-minded game and less of a scoring game, if that makes any sense?
1: They're just playing, I feel like, more physically than they were earlier in the season. Uh, And that's all Pat Underwood wants, is his team to be very, very physical. Uh, And It's the hands in the face. It is the putting your body on the other guy. Uh, sometimes you, you see maybe some of the younger guys having issues where you find that line between physicality and, and fouling the other player. I, you know, I think of Sincere Harris, who has picked up a couple of quick fouls uh, doing it that way. But overall, as a team, that the difference in physicality on defense uh, is playing such a huge factor into. Um, them winning these games in the big 10 that they were losing earlier in the year. And the offense helps out with the defense, uh, you know, being able to create better shots, not having as many turnovers, their turnover percentage has dropped tremendously since they were having like 18 a game in, in December. Uh, so the fact that all those things are coming together uh, is helping Illinois keep the other team off the scoreboard. It's helping them get on the scoreboard and you know, they're just flowing the right way right now, and we keep saying when we talk about where they are in this season. Like we're halfway through the Big Ten year now, uh, we're starting to see who it, who are the contenders in conference play, and Illinois is right up there, tied for fourth right now at six and four. Uh, like we've already said, we would have thought earlier in the year that they would be at this point, but Illinois should have their sights set on trying to be a double bye team and. Uh, top four seed and wait to get into the Big Ten tournament until that Friday. I think Big Ten championship uh, aspirations are gone at this point with Purdue playing the way that they are. But I still think that this team could finish in the top four, and that should be their goal for the rest of the way out. And they've got some winnable games coming up, Nebraska at home. Going to Iowa next weekend is going to be an interesting one. Excited to see how that one goes. It could be a big tell with uh, how the rest of the year will go for the Illini. Uh, but still a lot to play for. And if this team can get rolling, like every opposing coach has said, like everyone has said about this team all year, Illinois is possibly the most talented team in the Big Ten. It's just about getting those pieces to fit together and to work. And if they work like they did today, uh, you know, this team, I don't, I don't see why they can't get to at least the second weekend uh, in March. And I think that should be the goal.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you there, Andy. And just, uh, it's funny you mentioned all the talent on this team. And just remember at the beginning of the year, everyone's like, it's either going to work or it's not. And, you know, we saw it kind of uh, not work there for a little stretch. And it seems like it's clicking and clicking at the right time here in Big Ten play. But as you mentioned, Illinois on Tuesday will face Nebraska once again here at home. They beat Nebraska earlier on the road, 76 to 50. And then they'll have to go to Iowa on Saturday, February 4th. That'll be a tough game, but as Andy said, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that's going to play out. I think that'll be a kind of a game changer for them and just kind of how their season's going to be continuing to go. Andy, final thoughts on this game, final thoughts overall. Um, anything you want to add from the post game? Just, I'll, I'll the floor is yours.
1: Uh, <laughs> Matthew Meyer had a lot of fun things to say about his headband that he wore today Ooh. for the first time. Uh, he just picked it up. Off of the, the locker room floor yesterday. <laughs> he said it was clean. I don't know whose headband it was, but he, he picked it up. He said, I'm going to wear this. Uh, he wore it today for the first time. Scores a career high. So we see if uh, the headband will uh, stay with Matthew Meyer here moving forward. Uh, so everyone was in a good mood after the game. Brad Underwood had some great post-game comments so you can watch uh, on com right now. As well as my, my story from the game. Uh, talking about Matthew stepping up to the moment where the uh, Illini needed him with Taryn Shannon Jr. in foul trouble, uh, as well as we heard from Jade Neffs and uh, Dane Danger as well. Uh, all that can be found on our website. Go there and check it out. And, uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited to be home, Bryce. This is a, a tough day turn, starting the morning out at 630 and then not getting back until oh. after midnight. But uh, it was a fun game and uh, excited to see where the Illini go from here.
0: Yeah, I, I want to know a little bit more about this headband. I'm not going to lie. So I guess I we might be seeing a Meyer uh, headband mustache combo in the next game, potentially, if he's a superstitious it's, guy.
1: It's a good combo. He said he's not superstitious in the post-game comments. Uh, okay. Someone asked him about the blue uniforms because Illinois broke those out today mm-hmm. uh, for the first time in almost two years. Uh, two and 20 under Brad Underwood with the blue uniforms. Uh, so they're trying to break that streak as well. But Matthew Meyer said he's not superstitious. I would be surprised if we didn't see the headband though come back in uh, in the game against Nebraska. I feel like it's become a thing of its uh, its own now.
0: Oh yeah, I feel like he needs to wear it. I don't. I'm not telling him what to do, but like I, I would like to see it again. I think I think it needs to come back out. I mean, if you have 26 points career high, you got to you got to do what you did again. So. Um, 100%. <laughs> All right. Well, Andy, you drive safe. Thanks so much. Obviously, Illinois again wins over Wisconsin 61 to 51 for Andy Olson. I'm Bryce Bement. We'll catch you next time. The Dream One Podcast.